Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Julia Royston. Uh, I own BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, the Book Business Bosses, where I help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. I am super excited. This is episode number 15. Oh my goodness, 1515. Having an opportunity to bring you uh, the 14 years of experience in writing and publishing and promoting and events. And uh, I really wanted the Book Business Boss Show to be just that, your resource, um, your storage, your uh, um, um, library where you could go to um, for all things books, all things promotion, all things uh, of publishing. And of course, um, even transforming, we'll be talking about that a little later, but transforming uh, additional and creating other um, products and services surrounding your book. So I'm super excited about that and all that that can uh, possibly entail. So if you have questions and you would like to um, schedule a free consultation with me, visit talkwithroyston.com. That is my calendar. Uh, go to talkwithroyston.com. Remember that calendar is on Eastern's time zone. So always be thinking about that when you're making your arrangements and you're looking at your calendar and then you're looking at mine. My calendar is on set on the Eastern time zone. So wherever you are, uh, make that uh, make. I want to make you aware of that. And also, the first consultation will be via phone. Uh, I won't be uh, contacting you via Zoom unless we have another coaching or training session. So the first initial consultation is via phone. So I'll be calling you at the phone number that you uh, arranged and scheduled with, and um, and we'll have a enlightening conversation. Be sure and bring your questions or any information you need from me. And then for all upcoming events and announcements and when the magazine's going to be available and uh, additional uh, podcasting information, uh, everything Book Business Bosses, visit our website, bookbusinessbosses.com. That is an ES on the end. So that's bookbusinessbosses.com. Good thing I had speech therapy because S's was my weakness and my nemesis. So I trust that uh, you will visit the bookbusinessbosses.com uh, website, their events, their free trainings that are held there, all things Book Business Boss is at bookbusinessbosses.com. So what uh, we've been talking uh, previously is how to start. How are you going to start your book? So I gave you some ideas, but I wanted to break it down just a little bit further that we could talk even more about how to start uh, your book. Now, the first two things that I really want to talk about today is why use facts and why use quotes, especially if you are... Um, creating a nonfiction book. So just as a reminder, a nonfiction book is usually self-help, a, a how-to. Um, you know, when we used to teach kids about um, fiction, the difference between fiction and nonfiction, um, the kids used to say fiction was not real. Well, it's, it is, uh, um, takes your imagination and creativity to the next level, but we can have some real things happen even in a, a fiction book. So 
But in nonfiction, we want to get the facts straight. Just like the old Dragnet show, the, just the facts, ma'am. So we want to make sure that we have the facts straight. Um, usually in a nonfiction book that can be related to a devotional, inspirational, empowerment. Um, they can be uh, a self-help, as I said earlier, 10 steps to a better life. Um, hint, hint, uh, live your best life is one of those inspirational self-help books that helps people live their best life and move forward and gives actually um, steps to do that or helpful hints to do that. You um, take the ones that apply to you and then hopefully you share and with others um, information that may apply to others. But if you're writing, especially a book that's related to your industry, um, having facts or having powerful quotes can be very, very important. If you're wanting to substantiate um, your information, substantiate your methodology, why you do a certain thing, why certain procedures and policies are done in a particular industry. And even in your own business, even in your own nonprofit, even in your own services, why you do a certain thing a certain way can really be helpful. So uh, right now I have been uh, a great proponent of children's books, especially those with um, uh, minority characters. One of the main reasons for that is that there is a shortage of books that have um, diverse uh, main characters. So therefore, I've really been pushing that. I have been on um, um, children's or literacy and educational association summits. I have one um, that, that I have been on for young educators. I'm trying to start this out at a young age, exposing um, educators and teachers and administrators to children's books that have minority characters. Yes, I'm the author. Yes, I have other authors who do that, but I really want to um, help with that process, help move that narrative along and shine a light, um, be um, uh, a beacon to be able to let people know there's a problem, there's an issue, there is um, um, a life, lifelong and uh, um, potentially cons uh, negative consequences for um, not having minority and um, um, characters as the main character in children's books, especially in the elementary school age. So one of the things that I utilize to really point out that are facts that I have garnered from um, institutes who I trust and institutes who have done deep studies, who have surveyed thousands of, of children's books, the new ones that come out, uh, as well as the um, even the future publication of children's books. And so that's one of the main reasons why I use facts in my books. I use facts in my presentations. It, 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 it is shocking when you see it in black and white, what that actually looks like. So for example, um, in children's books with diverse characters, currently um, uh, the latest statistics we have are from 2020. So the latest statistics show that of all the children's books that are created or produced, only 11% are produced with a African-American main character. And the other diverse minority groups are go down from there. Uh, 0.5 for Native American, 5% for 
for Latin or our Spanish, um, 3%, 2% um, for uh, Asian Pacific. Um, and then there may be uh, about 3% that may be LGBTQ community and um, um, physically handicapped or uh, other um, handicaps uh, uh, in children's books that are highlighted. There may be a child in a wheelchair. There may be a child on a crutch. So altogether, there are still roughly um, 20 to 21 percent of all the other ethnic groups, the all the other uh, minority characters um, on that are a main character in a book. But of the children's books that are published, 26 to 30 percent have the main character as an animal. Okay, and then the rest are a Caucasian um, main characters. So if you are servicing an African-American community or African-American children in your um, um, educational institution, in your nonprofit, you're seeking to reach them, to encourage them to read, and you realize there are only 11%, that's a low percentage. That's shocking when you see it on a pie chart. It's shocking when you see it on a bar graph. Um, those facts that are included in my presentation, bring it home when you see it in black and white. So that's one of the main reasons to really start the conversation, especially if it's a conversation that is shining a light on a social problem, a social issue, something that has socioeconomic consequences. It has consequences not only on the present, but it has consequences on the future. So therefore, when you see those type of starking numbers of disparity, then there's some responses. One, to go find more um, African-American children's books or people who write children's books with African-American main characters, or you start writing yourself. So I've, I've hit it on two sides. I, I bring those statistics to administrators, to librarians. I'm bringing it to the attention. I don't care what ethnicity you are. I don't care what gender you are. I want you to know those statistics. And then on the other side, I'm bringing those same statistics to people who write, to encourage them to write, to teach them. Now I have a boot camp to encourage you to write, to teach you how to write a quality children's book that will draw children in, that will make them want to read. Because once a child, I've done too many events, I've done too many um, uh, um, um, virtual events, in-person events, too many book fairs. I've done my own book fairs that I have seen the light go off in a child's eyes, in a child's demeanor. They're pointing the finger at the book they're wanting it. They're uh, falling out almost on the floor. I've had that happen too, uh, for a child that wanted a book because it had them on the cover. So using those facts is so critical. Using facts um, to be able to shine a light, not only on an ill, but hopefully shine a light on uh, um, a new direction, a new path, a new way of doing it. Um, sparking creativity, sparking um people to be able to join in the conversation and hopefully spread the word. Now, one of the things that's important about using facts and statistics is make sure you do fact checking. 
you know, in, in the governmental situation and companies and all types of organization, they have people on their staff that that's all they do is check the facts. I'm the same way um, as a librarian, as a researcher. I want to go back. I want to look at your website. I want to know, do you have 2022 on your website or is it still dated 2016? Is it current? Uh, who who are who is the institute? Who was the association who did the uh, the study? Uh, what is their background? Who's supporting them? Who's paying them? Who's funding it? Where did the funding come? Did it come from a uh, non-biased situation, or did they slant it specifically um, for uh, you know for their own purposes and their own gain? So, therefore, making sure that you check the facts, check the background do your own vetting and do your own background checking. Also, um, making sure that if you get a fa fact from a website that you cite that source. I always cite my sources if I'm using it in presentations. I cite my sources if I'm using them in a book. If it's something that comes from um, uh, a website, we, we send a link there. If it's something that I got from dictionary, a dictionary.com de definition, I cite it there. Wherever the fact is coming from, make sure that you cite your source. So facts are very, very important. Um, they are uh, eye-opening. They are hopefully directional in that they help people make decisions, conscious decisions, rational decisions based on the facts that are given. Now, I know we've got fake news and false advertisement and things of that nature, but we have to go with the facts that we have. Uh, make sure that we vet them, make sure that we cite them so people know where we got our information uh, and not just a gossip site or just not Facebook or our social media, but it's an authorized site so that we can change the narrative. We can change the world. We can change the trajectory, in my case, of the literary community, of the uh, books that children read of the books that um, children have exposure to. I'm on a mission. I really am. Uh, I'm writing as fast as I can, as well as helping other people write, helping other people um, um, get their children's books out there and other books as well. But I'm really on a mission for children's books because that's the next generation. That is um, my part. I have no biological children of my own. So this is my part to contribute to society to make sure that we're literary that we have uh, literary excellence and we have books that are intellectual property that will live on uh, even after we're gone. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. I'll be back with more. Are you ready to be a book business boss? Visit bookbusinessbosses.com to find out how you can get the help, the training, the information and coaching and mentoring you need to take your book to the next level. Now, even if you haven't written a book yet, we can help get you started. Visit bookbusinessbosses.com, helping you to get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. And we're back. So just like using facts and statistics is very uh, critical and important with any type of presentation, also using a quote can be helpful as well starting your book with a quote. So if you're just joining me, know that we're talking about how to, ways to start your book. 
Uh, we've been kind of on a mission about how to start because that's one of the major questions. I don't have time to start. I don't have time to write. And then, well, how do I start? So I want to make sure here on the Book Business Bosses Show that I give you so many ways and direction on how to start your book. And we're talking about two ways today of starting your book, especially for a nonfiction book, a book that is related to either your industry, your level of expertise, uh, it's related to uh, a social ill, it's related to information, it's a self-help, it helps motivate you and get you started. Now, uh, as far as using a quote, there's nothing like quotes. I love them. Uh, I love using them as much as possible. And fortunately, as long as you give quote uh, um, uh, a quote a site to who said it and uh, making sure that you are, are utilizing uh, quotes that are impactful and powerful, it can really take your book to the next level. And so you can start off your chapter with a, a quote. So, so say, for example, you're writing a book on relationships, how to have better relationships. What are the warning signs in regards to relationships? Um, because that can be really critical, even in business, whether it's a romantic relationship or not. It's really, really critical that, um, that you build substantial relationships, that you build good relationships, even if you're going to do business. Um, there are people who really have a hard time with relationships, sustaining them, uh, being uh, uh, good stewards of them, monitoring them. I know we're all busy in life, but if we're going to get to the next level, we're going to need relationships to be able to do that. We're going to need to be able to make connections. We're going to be able to network. So that famous quote from Dr. Maya Angelou, uh, when people show you who they really are, believe them. So uh, to me, that would be a powerful quote uh, with relationship on any level, whether it's friendship, whether it's um, romantically, whether you're wanting to do business, whether you're wanting to be on a committee, whether you uh, are in a neighborhood uh, block party, if you're trying to put up a good, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, just a, a, a good um, a garage sale, <laughs> Who you're dealing with and who you're working with makes all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference in the world who you're in relationship with. So utilizing that quote to start off um, should help you with your commentary, should help you with your explanation and for the next uh, few paragraphs or whatever, however you start your chapter. So when people um, show you who they really are, believe them, then your commentary should go from there. So did you did any red lights go off that they were a cheater? Did any red lights go off that they don't keep their word? And any red lights go off when they don't respond to your text message, when they don't respond to your e email, when they always show up 20 minutes late? Well, you know, you can't rely on them. So it's that kind of thing that you can use that powerful quote and then the commentary underneath it. You can use that powerful quote at the top and then you can explain and show examples of ways um, that that um, uh, quote applies to the information that you're providing, okay? So quote checking is really important too as well. You could put in people show you, even if you only know parts of it, and you put who you think is the, uh, um, the person who, who said the quote, and you should hopefully find the exact quote 
Uh, Uncle Google is a great thing. Uh, Google and having search engines, just imagine back in the day, we would have had to go to the public library, got dressed. Now we can just do all of that on our phone. So making sure that you have the exact quote. Remember that quote is going to be in double quotations. And then you're going to either to the side of the quote or underneath the quote, you're going to say who, who said it. Um, so when people show you who they really are, believe them, it's going to be in double quotations. Underneath that, it's going to be Dr. Maya Angelou because, uh, because you're giving uh, the proper credit for that quote. You didn't come up with that on your own. And believe you me, that quote is so famous now that if you didn't, people would question your credibility and your integrity. So making sure that you cite your source is really, really cr critical um, because it, it adds to your credibility and your integrity. Secondly, if you're talking about relationships and you didn't know that quote, just say, for example, you didn't know, as widespread as that's um, common as that is, and you didn't know it, um, you could go to Google again, google.com and put quotes and relationships, quotes and faith, quotes and leadership, quotes and education, quotes about anything. And then it would bring you up a list of either quotes.com because that is, that is a site that I've used in the past. And then there's a long list of quotes that will tell you who said what and what they said. Now, if to me, I would, if I had 10 chapters and I wanted to start off one or two with a quote, that's fine. You want all 10 of your chapters to start off with a quote. That's fine too as well. Facts as well. Um, but you can mix it up and uh, don't necessarily have to use a fact and a quote um, in front of every chapter, but making sure that you cite your source, that you use uh, credible uh, organizations and associations, making sure that you cite where that came from, that you vet where that came from can be powerful in starting your book. So this is only two ways. I have many, many more. And I hope that that's really helped you uh, along your journey and along your way in starting your book. And you won't keep saying, oh, Julia, I don't know how to start. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Business Boss Show, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Be blessed and have an awesome day. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. I'm Nina Taylor, host of the Gospel News, and you're listening to Envision Radio, where praise meets talk. Hey there, Envision listeners. My name is Naledi Sisingi, former NBA cheerleader and captain for the Chicago Bulls lovables and I made captain just so you know fun fact either way right now I'm a full-time online health partner at body by a lady if you think fighting for yourself is worth it then be prepared to shed some tears as you fight off and cut ties with the version of you that always allows you to fall off the wagon for working out and that is why the BBN autonomous subscriptions are made for the woman who needs to get back on track 
They're not customized unless you upgrade to a health partnership, a coaching program, but they are perfect for the woman who wants to start some kind of routine and get back into fitness, whether you're working out from home or you take the same program and you take it to your gym and work out at your gym. Or if you decide I'm never going back to the gym again, I'm just going to work out in my bedroom and that is completely fine. Whatever your choice is, you still have to work out and take care of yourself. The BBN Autonomous Subscription is perfect for you. It is made for the woman who is trying to get back into a routine when things keep changing in life or, you know, what's going on right now. But you still have to stay healthy, don't you? Well, I look forward to serving you. If you have any questions, please address the contact information that follows this commercial and I can't wait to have you back on track and back on the wagon for your health goals. Listen daily to Envision Radio, great gospel music with incredible Christian talk shows. Go to www.envision-radio.com. It's where praise meets talk. For advertising or to place your ministry on air, call 502-390-2055.